Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Donalds.com.au AFL Trade Exchange. For Ream. Install a Ream. Australia's favourite in hot water. And Repco Authorised Service. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio. This is the Trade Exchange for another day. We are Thursday, the 6th of October now. We've got six days remaining of the trade period. Riley Beveridge and Cal Toomey getting you through the next hour. G'day, Cal. G'day, Riley Beveridge. How are you? Great, thank you, mate. Plenty to discuss off the top today. Then we'll have Tom McConville and Brett Deledio from Max Sports Promotion coming in after 12.30. But plenty to discuss off the top. I want to start with the Jason Horn francis Deal, which you've been all over since he broke the story on Sunday night that he'd requested a trade to Port Adelaide. Now, the mechanics of this deal are starting to play out, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And they got on the front foot, Port Adelaide, and said they'd be willing to offer pick eight and a future first as a starting point for uh, Jason Horn Francis. Clearly, on Monday, Brady Rawlings on Trade Radio mentioned that they'd want to see a bit more than that and having knocked yep. more, more than that back in the past. So... As we reported on afl.com.au on Wednesday night and in inside trading, a, th- a three-club proposal has been floated where uh, North would get pick two, and that would come via West Coast. Yep. And West Coast would get those picks, pick eight in the future first, as well as other picks, my understanding. And also uh, then Port Adelaide would, would land Jason Horn francis and Junior Rioli, yep. who clearly is part of that package. and. Um, they traded back from pick 27 to 33 as, as part of that deal that they did with a, a points swap on Tuesday, Port Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Um, and that meant that their first pick after pick eight was pick 33. But yeah, there's a, there's a few other picks that I think would be involved within that. They're just the, the essentials and sort of what's been put out there in terms of, you know, this to that, or two to eight and future first. The top liners. The top liners. That, that's the top line. But there's also, as with all of these big deals, other picks that get thrown in there. So at this stage, that's in a holding pattern. But I do think that's one that, with some work, could get there. And there's different reasons for that. From from a Port Adelaide perspective, clearly they're, they're willing to go and get this deal done. They, they want to get there man or their men in, yep. in Horn Francis and Rioli. West Coast has been very open to clubs about its um, its openness to, to trade pick two for multiple selections. And that's aside from Luke Jackson, who I think we all believe to be going to, to Fremantle. But even if he um, chose West Coast, they wouldn't want to offer up pick two slowly to, to do that, but they're open to splitting pick two. So how far back do you go and what do you want and what can you get? They've been open to having that conversation all the way through. And then the north part of it as well is I'm not sure you can get much closer than than fair market value than, than pick two a year after a pick one. So 
Um, obviously, a year into his career, we, we, we see what Jason Horn francis can well be. Mm-hmm. He's played 17 games in his debut year. Pick two is a, a, an enticing pick, coupled with the fact you've got pick one. So that gives you, as a footy club, a lot of options as well. Um, and what they could do, do after that would be interesting as well, knowing that if you've got pick one and you've got pick two, that after that you could see um, the Giants who have pick three. And the Giants have, have a stacked stacked draft hand, as we've been talking about a lot, and they improved that again yesterday. They've got, they've got pick three, they've got pick 12, they've got pick 15, they've got pick 19. Yep. They're a chance to have pick 18 as well for Tanner Bruin from the Cats. So then if North had pick one and pick two, could or would the Giants be keen to go up and get their man, whoever that is, yep. at pick one, if it's Aaron Cadman, if it's George Wardlaw, if it's Harry Sheasel, if it's Elijah Sardis, whoever it is who they really like and really want, would they be willing to pay the little bit extra for a, a pick later in the draft to do that? My opinion, they should. What would it leave the Kangas with? If they shifted back a yeah. couple? So if two, they, two if three, it, and something else. Two, three, and um, if you're going to make that move, you'd want a f- another first rounder back. Yeah. So could it be 18 or 19 or yeah. something like that? Yeah. So that is where uh, I think that the next strand of it, it could look. But obviously there's a lot to play out. And the first part of the deal isn't agreed upon yet. Still got a bit of a way to go before it is at that point where it um, is gone through. But I, I feel like there's the bone, there's some bones of that deal that should have all parties looking at it. You mentioned the West Coast. Bones. Bones. <laughs> Let's make that clear. Bones. You mentioned uh, West Coast might be wanting a bit more and later on. Uh, it's my understanding they asked the question about whether or not Dan Houston would get involved in this deal and yeah. whether or not he'd be willing to move to the Eagles. Uh, I think that was quickly knocked on its head um, for two reasons. He signed a five-year contract extension in March, signed his future to Port Adelaide. And I, so I think there's no intent from him to get to West Coast. And I don't think there's any intent for, West, for Port Adelaide to trade him, given how important he is in that deal. So I'm not sure if players will be involved Ultimately, no, I think um, later picks, but and I, and the question's I, been asked. Interesting. Mm. And he, as you say, locked in for long term. And a part of that yeah. that middle core, I think, that Port Adelaide has probably not lacked, but they've got such a, a bright young future. And also the, um, uh, the the veterans who've been a part of that that story for a long time now as well at the other end. So, And I think Dan Houston is right in that middle ground that they probably don't have as many mm. off when you, you're challenging and and they'll be in t- intending to challenge again next year. So I think that that one, um, as I agree with you, it's been knocked on the head as, as you yeah. report. Uh, I, I don't think Port Adelaide are, um, are going to be wanting to move any players out. No, and exactly. Chris Davies has been very uh, much on the front foot about that as well, hasn't he? And that's why they're bringing two relatively established players into the football club because they want to challenge. I mean, it doesn't make sense if they're bringing two established players into the football club and then losing another as a result of it, if you know what I mean. So they're trying to challenge and they're doing everything they can to do that. The, the interesting other subplot to it is that you report on AFL.com.au earlier this week that Melbourne wanted a pick inside the first seven and a future first for <laughs> for Luke Jackson. And if this trade does go ahead and the bones of it, as we've mentioned, but at least West Coast would pick eight in a future first, which is very close to that. Now I'm not saying that's yeah. definitely going to happen, but it's interesting that it's just there. It is there. It is there. And, it's very and, much a presence. And they're there. They've been there the whole way through, but mm. I think there is not going to be enough to, <laughs> to, to get Luke Jackson done. But yeah, that is the deal that's going to be fascinating because 
if it does include a third party, then it's all of a sudden a third party that another another party that Port Adelaide has to satisfy to get Horn Francis. Now, if you're them, yeah, I, 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 you've got two guys who want to come to your footy club, and I'm I'm confident that that it'll still go through. But um, and clearly, North North's open to the conversation. Yeah, they clearly are. That's interesting. You just reported as well on AFL.com.au that we'll probably see a deal today involving the Gold Coast. Yeah, expecting Fremantle to secure a trade for Josh Corbett today. I think that one goes through for a future fourth-round pick. Um, as we reported on AFL.com.au earlier this week, the Dockers had initially hoped to tie Jeremy Sharp into these negotiations, but we had Craig Cameron on Trade Radio earlier this week, and he said that it would take an offer that was incredibly compelling for for Gold Coast to part with Sharp, who's contracted, 20 years old, a wingman that's played a lot of footy over his first couple of years at the Suns. Um, so I think talks are just stalling somewhat there in regards to Sharp because I think Gold Coast do want uh, a high price for him. He's not part of the club's salary cap reallocation plans um, and they'd ideally like to retain him for 2023 where he's contracted. So they those talks rumble on, but they're going to get a deal done for Josh Corbett independent of that. Handy little pickup. Mm. for Fremantle for a future four, um, given the fact that he's played 33 games across four years, but dominated at VFL level this year. I think he kicked 25 goals from 12 games at VFL level, 190 centimetre forward, very fit, one of the fittest players at Gold Coast, so he can get up onto the wings. I don't know if that has an impact on Rory Lobb, given they're bringing in a forward. I, I doubt it. I think the the view is probably that he would be a, a logue. Yeah. Potential replacement. Yeah. Given Logue Logue's played spent a lot of forward, forward yeah. throughout this year. You kicked 23 goals last year, Josh Corbett. Yeah, had a good season last year. And so, obviously joined the club via the one of the, the more recent um, priority pick allocations, I guess you could call it, the, mm. the compensation. Um, assistance packages. Assistance packages from the AFL. So that was part of that uh, back in 2018 that they got first rights to him. Um, and Jeremy Sharp, yeah. Given he's contracted, it's a different case, isn't it? And yep. you wonder how that's going to be tied up in um, what they have to give for Jeremy Sharp. Does that come included in terms of the Luke Jackson discussion as yeah. well? Uh, could that be tied up in there to, to eke their way another selection, maybe the way off Melbourne too? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out over the next, what is it now, six days? Yeah, and the Gold Coast, I think, will we'll get some action done over the next 24 hours as well. We know that Isaac Rankin has been, not largely done, but yeah. there's, there's been a, a central point to that um, deal for many weeks now, and that's mm-hmm. been pick five. And I think we'll be seeing a, a, a few selections swap hands at the back end, potentially, um, just to, to make sure that the Suns do get a little bit of an extra on top of pick five yeah. for their player. but. The Crows, too, have, have been pretty upfront, from what I understand it, too, and, and put pick five on the table. Um, yep. And although there was some discussion around a future first pick being uh, an option for the Suns, it's it's all about getting into the pick five because I don't think if they weren't getting pick five that pick seven would have been as re- readily available from them as part of the Jack Bowes yes, yeah. Discussion as well, which we expect to sort of play out as well over the next twenty four to forty eight hours to 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 get that deal ticked off. Obviously, the AFL will will be involved. The AFL is involved in every deal that, mm. that comes through and and gets ticked off. But clearly, this is um, with the the salary reallocation that's occurring and 
and what will need to go back. Um, that, that'll that be obviously uh, ticked off from the AFL point of view too. So plenty to work through for Gold Coast. Just speaking to clubs this morning, I get the sense that given the combines this weekend, it might take a bit of attention from clubs that they might want to get deals done today. So you might see a few drop this afternoon. So that'll be interesting to watch just to see how that plays out. This is the Trade Exchange for Ream, built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install Ream. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back shortly. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Play the Monopoly game at Macca's for a one in four chance to bring home a win. Prizes like a barbecue galore premium barbecue pack, an ultimate barcode gardening kit, a cliff cinema soundbar and more. Download the My Macca's app and play today. End 18th of October. For full terms, visit mcdonalds.com.au. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who use the latest equipment, the right quality parts, and are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. At your local Repco Authorised Service Centre, you get all this plus the reassurance of a nationwide warranty that's backed by the biggest name in the business. For real peace of mind, try... Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.